Welcome to the Cadet Dome Podcast, where we explore the nature of reality, the primacy of consciousness, deliberate creation, and your personal empowerment. As conscious human beings, we make sense of the external world by forming mental models, internal representations, or these internal cognitive structures within ourselves that help us to understand what the world is, who we are, how we are, how things happen, and the like. We create these symbolic maps that we hold within ourselves that tell us what we're experiencing and that frame what we expect to experience in the future. We do this automatically. These formed cognitive structures then become the container for all the ways we generate meaning in every facet of experience. Every single person you meet or will ever meet is operating within the boundaries of their mental models or what you know some psychologists call their schemas. They're in their worldview bubble and it's from within that worldview bubble that they're communicating and interacting with you. Every person you meet is interacting with you or relating to you from within that worldview bubble that's mediating all of their experiences, all of the data that they're receiving from the world and all of the data that they're expressing outward into the external world. That individual worldview bubble each of us has determines so much of our human experience. And I talked a bit about this in the episode on the power of your ideas about yourself. How empowered you feel, how connected you feel to others, and the scale of the connectedness you feel, you know, the scale of the connectedness you feel with life at large, with the universe at large, the possibilities for your life that you anticipate or entertain are all contained within the boundaries of that worldview bubble formed by your mental models. Perception generation, the process of generating our thoughts and interpretations, is something we do automatically based within these mental models, these impressions and symbolic representations we formed and are holding within ourselves. What we call the mind or our mind is a complex system of these symbolic representations these impressions, some of which we call beliefs. This network of impressions is always there. Like I said, mediating the data that we access, that we register, that we receive with our nervous system from the external environment and how we interpret that data and the data we also send into the world, the meanings we generate and share is also totally mediated by this network of mental impressions. It's a fascinating internal process that you can get to know as you develop further cognitively. And the more you understand your internalized belief systems, the more you observe yourself, your behaviors, your experiences, and look at these facets of your being from the understanding that there are different levels of mind and operation in all that you think, do, and express, the more you're able to evaluate your existing internalized representations for their efficacy and usefulness. 
you get to evaluate the effectiveness of these psychological programs that you're, you know, continually running within yourself. You're actually capable of significant levels of development and evolution towards total self-actualization. Total self-actualization means you're in a stable sense of empowered beingness with the deep understanding of your capacity and potential at every stage of your adult life. So you feel empowered throughout your entire life as a fully self-actualized human being. Now, not all of the mental models we formed or are you know, currently forming are accurate and capable of reflecting or representing the full picture of reality, the full picture of your multidimensional expansive nature, the full picture of the complexity of the universe in which that you have your existence. And not all of these internalized maps are supportive of your ability to fully self-actualize and co-create and manifest your best life. The miraculous thing about evaluating and updating your mental models is that when you change your worldview bubble, when you make modifications or evolve that worldview bubble that contains or that is the container of all the meanings that you generate, you also expand the information flow you're able to notice, access, register, and receive from the environment or from the broader field or the universe. You see more, you perceive more, you notice more, you access more, which all indicate that you have access to more energy, more life force, more intelligence. You essentially have more options and choice in both perception and experience when you move through and expand that worldview bubble that you know you had before. A really great starting point to uncovering your current mental models is to ask yourself questions. I'm a huge advocate and fan of asking open-ended questions because they really help you explore and get curious about your own internal material. So you can ask questions like, are the belief systems I've in- integrated and I'm operating within right now allowing me to fully self-actualize? Are they really allowing me to be everything I'm capable of being? Are they allowing me to be my own person, to value myself, to value my uniqueness, to value my existence in a holistic and balanced way? Are they allowing me to accurately perceive myself in my totality? Are they allowing me to feel empowered, capable, supported in all areas of my life? Are they allowing me to co-create fulfilling outcomes for myself in every area of my life? Are they allowing me to evaluate the opportunities in life, the opportunities that come up in life in ways that both include my well-being and support my fulfillment? You can generate, contemplate, and meditate on these types of questions, allowing yourself that time for evaluating your mental model so that you can exercise your evolutionary ability to expand your consciousness is an invaluable practice of growing up, of being an adult. 
after childhood, you gain a growing cognitive ability to evaluate, discern, and measure the kinds of impressions you form within yourself. You gain this introspective ability, metacognition, this ability to think about your thinking, to think about your behaviors, to self-reflect. Exercising that cognitive ability is really what allows you to move into what psychologist Robert Keegan calls the self-authoring mind. And the following level of consciousness he defines as the self-transforming mind. When you enter the self-authoring level of development, you've essentially transcended needing others to internally validate you, approve of you, direct you, or decide for you. You stopped looking to the relationships in your life, the people in your life, the significant others in your life to approve of you, to validate you. You're not operating from that sense of needing that external relational currency to, you know, gain your your sense of confidence and capacity. You've become a more expanded and empowered version of yourself with an ability to author and own your own internal narratives. At the level of the self-authoring mind, you've stepped into your ability to author your identity, irrespective of your past experiences, your culture, your social connections, or your environment. You've gone beyond that need to define who you are, who you can become, based on social values or cultural values or familial values or the values of your peer group. So you've totally become the owner of your identity. You own your internal stories. You recognize that you have this innate ability to formulate, refine, or reformulate your internal stories at will. And you are free to do so. You have cognized that understanding, that freedom you have to self-author. You generally have a deeper awareness of your identity constructs at this level of mind and are able to evaluate them constructively and refine them if you need to. You know, if there's an identity construct that no longer works for you or that no longer is supportive of your ability to self-actualize, you have that space of awareness, that space of self-observation to go, okay, you know what, that identity construct needs an update. You have that ability to self-author within yourself. And you've taken full ownership of your internal authority at this level. You know you generate your feelings, you know you generate your responses, you know you're the meaning maker of your experiences, that these thoughts and emotions that you experience aren't just happening to you, that there's something that you're doing. So you've stepped into a different level of accountability and ownership at this level of mind. You've taken ownership of your internal systems and what you do and experience within them. So at this level, you've, you've become the owner of your internal environment. There's really a strength of spirit, a stability of your personal will, and a fundamental openness of the heart that you embody when you move into this level of mind. The mental models you embody at this level really allow you to consistently honor yourself, 
consistently show up for yourself, show up for who you are, show up for the unique self that you are. They allow you to be in your authenticity, in your authentic self-expression, while also allowing you to appreciate the equally valid value systems of those around you. So you're able to be yourself and you're able to allow others to be themselves. It's a really empowering psychological landscape that you live and operate from. It's life rich, it's energy rich, it's life affirming. And as I said, it's empowering. Mental and psychological development in adulthood, your ability to evolve yourself, your ability to update or transform your belief system is really an incredible power. There's nothing like it. This ability to go inward and identify the types of belief patterns you have going on, this ability to self-observe, be self-aware, be able to evaluate and measure your internal processes is an incredible gift. You've gained a kind of or a level of neurological and physiological stability at that stage to, to be able to refine or transform the landscape of your psychology, the impressions you form about yourself, others in the world, in ways that are supportive of actualizing your true potential. You've gain this innate ability to help yourself evolve forward through that introspective exercise, through that self-awareness and self-observation exercise, you've gained the means to be able to access and integrate the types of mental models that help you to live the quality of life you desire to live. Regardless of your early developmental experiences, regardless of culture or education or whatever other social variable you can think of, structurally speaking, speaking to your neurology and your physiology, life has designed you to be able to evaluate, update, transform, or upgrade any part of your internalized maps in support of your ability to fully self-express in holistic healthy and harmonic ways in ways that ripple out to benefit all areas of your life. The brilliance and intelligence of life, of this, you know, intelligent living universe that we're a part of, is that it has already paved these pathways and systems of information flow. It's already put them in place to support your evolution and the fulfillment of your evolutionary potential. The moment you start efforting towards self-improvement, towards self-growth, towards self-evolution, you'll start to synchronistically connect to the information that you need, the teachers that you need, the teachings that you need, the maps that you need to be able to step into the new level of mind you're gearing up to step into. It's a fascinating and brilliant process that I find to be fantastic that the depth of intelligence of the universe in which we have our existence, you start to get glimmers of just how supported you are in your self-evolution efforts when you make that effort. Like, what? (laughs) The universe knows what I need, when I need it, and when I make that effort, 
it will show up to support me in fulfilling my ability to actualize my full potential. That that's what you begin to recognize as you keep moving forward in your evolution journey. Self-awareness, this ability to look within yourself and assess and measure your own internal stuff. Everything from your identity constructs to your externalized behaviors is the magic wand of significant and meaningful growth. And you're capable of stepping into and embodying and, you know, crystallizing and solidifying significant and meaningful growth for yourself at every stage of life. There's no end to it. We have our existence in a self-evolving, intelligent universe. That means there is no end to the depth and expansiveness of, of selfhood, of individuality, of autonomy, of interconnectedness that you're capable of experiencing in this lifetime. There's no end to it. There's no cap. There's no point wherein you, you, you know, reach, wherein you go, okay, that's it. There's no more growth for me. There's, there's no more learning here for me. There's always something to learn about yourself, about your capacity, about your potential. And there's always a new level that you can step into that reflects more internal harmony, more internal congruence, more internal coherence, and more empowerment. One of the most rewarding things about, you know, moving out of those passive, receptive, sponge states of childhood is that you've grown this innate ability to correct, refine, organize, or redefine your field of mind in ways that support more empowerment, more autonomy, more self-authority, more individuality, and better relational and life outcomes. You've gained, you know, you've, you've leveled up an internal power when you move into adolescence and then ad- adulthood. And it doesn't stop in adulthood. It, it, you don't reach a certain age and you've stopped your capacity to grow and evolve. You've actually gained more access to enable you to level up to, to whatever degree that you desire. Being able to inhabit increasingly more well-rounded levels of mind gives you access to more knowledge, more vision, more higher intelligence, more tools and resources to be able to co-creatively bring about the kinds of life experiences that you desire. And it also connects you to, you know, the information superhighway of evolution of itself, of the self-evolving universal system that you're a part of. Being a self-evolving human being in this self-evolving universe keeps you in sync with the higher ordered flow of existence. And one of the valuable outcomes of that, of being in sync with universal flow, is that you are current on your capacity as a human being, your capacity as a conscious living being, your capacity of as an embodied being, you know, you're current to empowering information, empowering insights, empowering understandings about the capacity of your nervous system, about the 
capacity of your neurology or physiology, about the capacity of your energy field and the like. So you have evolutionary knowledge, if you will, from the efforting that you've done of moving yourself into more expansive states of mind, more expansive states of perception, you connect yourself to information flows that allow you to stay empowered throughout your life. Now, it takes sustained effort to emerge and stabilize in more empowered levels of mind. It takes, you know, regular practices of self-awareness and self-regulation and self-evaluation and the like to move into integrating new models, to go through that process of, you know, dissolving the old maps and models that no longer serve you, that you've outgrown or that no longer reflect what you want to express and what you want to perceive and integrating the new models, integrating the new perspective, integrating the new understandings that allow you to expansively perceive different flows of information about reality, about the world, about others, and about yourself, the effort that you exert toward that end, toward understanding yourself, toward, you know, having a more accurate map of reality, to whatever degree that accuracy is possible, the effort that you exert towards understanding your current internal paradigms or your current cognitive programs and then evolving yourself into more inclusive and expansive levels of mind it brings endless internal and external rewards understanding the power of mental models you know actively becoming aware of that you have psychological lenses you have these impressions that are mediating everything that you experience, mediating the meaning and interpretations that you're creating. Having that understanding is one of the most important milestones of being a self-evolving human being. You start looking at every area of your life, all of the experiences you're having, all of the results that you're getting, and you start recognizing that All of these experiences and results are happening within the framework of your current mental models. And you also gain the understanding that by improving, modifying, updating, or discarding some of these mental models that you will be able to get different results. And you'll demonstrate that to yourself again and again. And through that, this interest and curiosity towards self-evolution, towards evolving your internal systems, these internal systems, becomes a regular part of your focus. You know, that self-evolution process itself is a highly rewarding experience. That ability to transform yourself, to consciously evolve yourself, to consciously, you know, dissolve maps and beliefs that aren't really useful anymore to go through that process consciously and to integrate new systems of thinking, new patterns of thinking and beliefs that then help you to bring about new results. It's highly rewarding. It's one of the most empowering experiences that I've, you know, directly lived through again and again. 
So understanding the power of your mental models is an important and key milestone in both deliberate creation and both your ability to co-creatively bring about the outcomes that you want and in the journey of full self-actualization. It's important and it's rewarding. If you're enjoying the Cadest Own podcast, you can help grow the show by subscribing on Apple and Spotify and by sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and community. I've got lots of resources designed to support you on your growth and deliberate creation journey. I've got many videos on my YouTube channel, including affirmations and guided meditations, a free resources library with tools and worksheets you can use, books on Amazon on a number of different topics on consciousness and co-creation, online courses at my online school, including a free course on understanding the levels of consciousness. And I also share tips regularly on my blog and my newsletter and on my social channels. You can learn more and find all of these resources on my website at infinite-life.com. The link to my website is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll see you next time on the Cadestone Podcast.